0: This week we talk about the WrestleMania 4 Battle Royal, the WrestleMania 17 hardcore title match between Raven, Kane, and the Big Show, and the 2001 King of the Ring street fight between Kurt Angle and Shane McMahon.
1: It's every other Monday's main event.
0: done recording?
2: Oh. Uh, it is. It is recording. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Best way to start. Thank you. Beautiful, uh, man. And got- you're just like, sticking asshole germs in your ears now.
0: <laughs> I don't
2: care.
0: Better <laughs> than COVID-19. <laughs>
2: <laughs> actually that's actually how, it, how it started sure. in China was uh, someone farted on their earbuds and then stuck them in their ears right away. So,
0: uh-huh. <laughs> oh wow.
2: Yeah. Hey everyone, welcome to another every other Mondays made event. Uh, we are here with uh, oh, we have a guest this time. Uh, he's a, a former co-host of Secret Underground Hideout. You may know how him as heavyweight champion of the world. Of Sleeping. You may know him as Gary you may know him as gork you may <laughs> know him as Friga. Freeze! freeze freeze we're not recording video just so you know just audio you can oh, it. Oh, oh, oh. he's uh he's full of mustard uh, it's gark he was uh, with uh, with me uh, on the first seventy one episodes of secret Underground Hideout and we're here with his replacement Mike. Um, he's no like, gar- he's no they, jar- chose, they chose me because much. I stay awake.
1: <laughs> it's I stay awake uh, and I keep my asshole shut.
2: Far fewer, <laughs> far fewer film to get references. Also, <laughs> so yes, uh, we we broke the arc into t- to talk, and uh, we're gonna it's triple threat, right?
1: It's a triple threat event of the season.
2: Yes, um, who? Who's who's wants to go first? Um, do I start with yours? Your choice, Gark. In case it does off later. Sure.
0: I mean, it'd be nice since I'm a, I'm the guest, right? So, guest goes first.
2: I'm more concerned that you're actually going to just conk out in your studio. But <laughs> so yeah. So what, right. would you, what what match did you choose for us?
0: Uh, I chose WrestleMania four. Uh, the whole thing.
2: The whole thing, <laughs> four uh, hours. Above. The whole
0: thing. <laughs> no, uh, the twenty-man uh, invitational battle royal.
2: Oh yeah, all the biggest royale.
0: Names. What a who's who. Uh oh my God! Do you want me to? I actually pulled up the list. Um, oh, you have,
2: it, you have it too? Yeah, go for it.
0: Did, yeah, did you? Did do you have it?
2: Uh yeah, I got my. You know, what, I, I'm a note taker.
0: So, uh, the participants were Bad News Brown, the Bolsheviks, uh. Foundation. The Fart Killer beast. This was like killing the Fart Foundation. <laughs> um, Danny, Dangerous Danny Davis, who I must have blocked out of my memory because he was horrible. Uh, George the Animal Steel. Uh, the King. Harley Race. Uh, Hillbilly Jim. The Fabulous Rougeau Brothers. Jacques and Raymond. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Young Stallions, who I forgot about. I completely forgot about them. Um Jim Powers and Paul Roma. Um Junkyard Dog. Oh, JYD baby. Ken Patera. Holy crap. The Outlaw, Ron Bass, Sam Houston, <laughs> who does a little like,
2: country, like dance.
0: Uh, dance yeah. in the beginning. Yeah. Um oh, I lost my place. Uh Sam let's see Sam Houston. Sika uh Bret hart well
2: well he was part of the Hart foundation right
0: yeah oh man it brought back so many memories because i think uh wrestlemania for what, what spot help me out here timeline wise 88 what,
2: what, in, why wouldn't you ask in, me in that i was alive okay. then
0: shut up i oh. spot is much more reliable Sure. What uh, what happened first? Was it like SummerSlam, Survivor Series, WrestleMania? WrestleMania like- it always
1: goes Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, SummerSlam, Survivor Series.
0: Royal Rumble.
2: Rumble.
0: I can't talk. Rumble. SummerSlam, Survivor Series, and
1: then that. Okay. no. Nope. So- what I said no. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what'd you- no. What'd you say? It goes Royal Rumble, yeah. WrestleMania. Okay. SummerSlam. Survivor Series.
0: All right, so Royal Rumble was going to be my very first as a kid paid view ever, and it was it was like so bogged down that it never came on.
2: Oh, did you ever. mention that back on when you were on the show? Still, your, your uh, disappointment in that.
0: Yes, that maybe. sounds familiar. I, I can't remember, but uh, maybe I I might have. But you that was what? the most disappointing. I had Ryan Kelly over. Uh, and it was, it was like this big event where we were so excited and we never got to saw, see it.
2: Oh, I
0: did. Uh, I did. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I know. And then WrestleMania four, we actually saw, or, yeah. or I actually saw, I don't know if anybody was with me, but that was kind of like my, my first, uh, real event. So it brought back a lot of memories to see the battle Royal and, uh, how awesomely, ridiculous it is when they all start at the same time oh yeah it's there's, just a mess. there's some motherfuckers it's
1: just... in this match
2: man before you actually get into the match though let's let's not forget because this was like you know peak peak sequin coat entrance attire also i think like yep. half the ring was wearing either like the uh, the sequin coats or capes or like the uh, the sport coats that you'd zip up in the front yes like, like baseball managers wore that was all the rage Dude,
0: the, the Rougeau brothers with like the biggest diaper pants ever.
2: Yep. Oh, actually the R Foundation looks like they forgot to put in their like, their outer trunks too. But those those uh, were weird outfits. Yeah. They, they yeah. yeah. Like
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh who else? Uh, it, it was it was just fabulous to watch like the killer bees with their stupid uh bee uhs and
2: I wish they had pulled the, uh, it wouldn't make sense in this match, but they had. if they put the masks on, so no one knew which was which, because that was part of their deal. Oh my God,
0: I forgot they
2: did that. But they, they would do that to, like, they would, good guys, but they would do that to cheat, to win. They would do a switcheroo, yeah. and the ref wouldn't somehow know.
0: Oh, dude, that's fantastic. You,
2: you didn't mention them by name, though. You had Jumpin' Jim Brunzel and B. Brian Blair.
1: Yes! <laughs>
2: so yeah, that's I feel like B.
1: Brian Blair is someone that the Iron Sheik yells at a lot on Twitter.
2: <laughs> is he
0: still alive?
1: I don't think he, I don't know if he's still alive. I just feel like I, when I hear the name B. Brian Blair, I think of the Iron Sheik. <laughs> um.
0: Okay.
1: So yes, uh, some of well, my favorite highlights so the, the, were the bodies. Talk about the bodies for a minute.
2: The beefcakes, all the beefcakes in the bit? the hunk. Well, it's, it,
1: it, it's it's my one of my favorite things about like that era of wrestling is when you look at their bodies. It's like there's like, because if you look at the stars now, everyone's like crazy ripped, like CrossFit bodies, and yeah. they either had just full-on dad bods. Some of them are just fat, uh, <laughs> and then you know you get, you know, and you, there's a couple ripped guys in the match, but it's it's so fascinating to see just these completely normal human bodies and just normal-looking yeah. faces too. Like they all just looked like everybody's dad. It's it's a very strange
2: thing or, to watch or grandfather mm-hmm. maybe in Harley, Harley races. Yeah, yeah Harley, 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 Harley.
1: Jesus
0: Harley. Christ. Oh God, yeah. He looked like he was about to die. <laughs> um, Rougeau brothers had; they both had like the same build, the huge upper body, with tons of hair.
2: Oh, very hairy!
0: Tons of hair on them.
2: They're probably back then, probably um, one of the one of the few uh, wrestlers that weren't shaving the body hair.
0: I mean, they rivaled George the Animal. They were they were pretty. Oh. In... man,
2: talk about I to say, sweater. I have to say. Uh, <laughs> Kevin, Kevin Kirk and I went when we lived in Worcester. We went to uh, a comic book store and met George Animal Steel. He's doing an appearance once. Oh! And but all, a funny side story. He was very nice. He talked to us. You know, I got a picture of him, and I don't think I even cost any money to take a picture of him. But uh, Kevin could lay claim that he knows what George Animal Steel's shit smells like, <laughs> because he was near the uh, the restroom in the comic book store when George Animal came out, and it wafted with him. So. Kevin got wow. Kevin got blanketed and shit stink from George Animal Steel. Oh man. Oh, that I was 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 his asshole green like his tongue is what I wondered. Oh and did he oh. shoot <laughs> did and did he shoot turnbuckles? I'm assuming yes. If I actually yeah. read about him in this match. The reason he was outside the ring was he had right before WrestleMania injured his knee at a house show and I guess was it was so bad he couldn't even like get in the ring. So in case you were Long wondering. Georgie. Dear Lord. But it's funny that he like participates and he just kind of disappears, right? Yeah. Yeah,
1: he's yeah, just kind of hanging out. and yeah, he, I mean, he, he doesn't enjoy even get in the ring.
2: No, but he, he does did... have the best elimination. He pulls out Jim the Anvil Neyheart by his beard. Yes. <laughs> oh, that was oh a good God, one.
0: yeah. <laughs> he never, ever gets into the ring. And Gorilla Monsoon is completely confused about it the whole time. Uh, and he ends up uh, pulling out him he pulled out somebody else too.
2: Uh. He was like grabbing at people's feet a lot.
0: Yeah, it was just, it was great. And I just it was he was just being this complete antagonist for no. <laughs> he wasn't yeah. like it doesn't benefit him.
2: That's all know. he could do. That was his he was deal. He was,
0: being that he was, an asshole,
2: I loved it. He was a wild card. Yes. Now, Mike, I don't know if you know about Danny Davis. You know, he was a a former referee who turned into a bad guy because he would favor the bad guys in winning matches.
1: I did know that, and I think that's such oh. a fantastic idea, and he just, he looks the part. I was just, like, the whole time I'm watching him, just, he has such a perfect, like, slimy little asshole face, it's just, oh, yeah. it's fantastic. <laughs>
2: yes, <laughs> he does. Uh, i read about him, t- I guess, Mark, you may remember, oh, excuse me, Gark, uh, you may remember, there was a wrestler that used, in the mid-80s, called Mr. X, he used to wrestle? Like, he would lose the, the big the big names, do you remember that?
0: Mr. X, yeah, I feel was, like I remember that.
2: That was Danny Davis. He would referee, but he would pose as Mr. X.
0: Oh come on, really? Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Oh my God, I'm looking up Mr. X right now.
2: I, I don't know. If, I'm sure you, this is the website. I'm sure. Um, uh, I had to say for the uh, the Bolsheviks, Nikolai yep. Volkov is by far the palest man in this match. And, oh my uh, God! And, and Boris Zukov had the biggest head. All. He, he, Almost as big as Garg's head, I'd say. Oh, <laughs> uh, close. Close, almost. Uh, but so yeah, it's pretty much like a mess. It's like there's no it. Like it's kind of anyone can throw anyone out in this one. It wasn't anyone like dominating. So I yeah, mean, it was that?
1: very much just a you know uh, everyone's you know, kind of going after each other until it basically boiled down to that triple threat with a uh, junkyard dog, bad news Brown and uh, a very young hitman. which then it kind of, you know, it was able to sort of find its focus and uh, yeah. turn into a little bit of fun. Yeah.
2: yeah Cause he, he had the classic J Y D headbutts.
0: Uh, I was going to say every time J Y D did a headbutt, it was like slow motion. <laughs> and and <laughs> He must have been the worst person to, to to wrestle with, too, because he must have been smashing skulls by accident.
2: Oh, sure. Well,
0: there was
1: a point in that match as well where uh, Harley Race and Junkyard Dog were having a headbutt off, and uh, Harleys yep. were just really not good. <laughs> and you could see Junkyard Dog was just like, all right, I'll give it back, and he just crushed him. And Harley did a beautiful, beautiful, like, the- complete vertical flop out of the ring.
2: Yes. Yes, he was very good at that, especially at that like at that time in his life and his like his body shape and his age. Yeah, yeah he, uh, he must have been like, oh, too. if
0: I'm gonna go out, I'm gonna go out with a goddamn some flair right now. Yeah,
2: pizzazz, yeah, yeah,
1: yes. oh yeah,
2: <laughs> some finesse.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, now, did you guys notice, um, you know, not to talk about the crowd too much, but there was a real. Real piece of shit in the front row looked like a no. real no unpleasant human being.
2: <laughs> I didn't notice. Which which would they look like? He might become sitting? president of the United States one day. Oh, I'm not sure. Oh, oh right, right, yes. Oh
1: no, I did, <laughs> yeah. did not. I did not S- see it. Right. Yeah, he's sitting front row with uh, the wife that he raped. So he's he looked like he was oh, having gosh. a good time.
2: Did he hold, hold, hold the sign saying like it said rapist with an arrow pointing at himself?
1: Yes, he did. Yeah, like oh. the Mr. Show sketch.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so it comes down to the three at the end there, and um, they uh, the hitman and Bad News Brown eventually overtake Jyd. I actually like that they uh, it was it seemed like a very authentic toss over the top rope. Like there was like struggle to get him out because he was kind of a bigger guy. Jyd. But, yeah, because usually yeah. it's like it like you know like like ear flicked and they'll go flying over the top rope using their own momentum. Yep. So that was a nice change, and then like they're celebrating together, and then you get the double cross. Yep. Because like Bad News Brown, he was a loner. He didn't work with anyone. Nah. I, I did it at different points, uh, watched. He was involved in two Survivor Series matches, and he, I think both times abandoned his teammates. <laughs> because he's another one. Oh, oh did it, he really? But, yeah. Because that was just his deal. So, yeah, so he won. Oh, okay. Did he actually win anything besides a giant trophy? Was there just
0: a, a giant a trophy that Bret Hart destroyed. Well, they were supposed it's to be money. They kept talking about, "Oh, they're gonna split the money." They must be, oh, but they can't yes. split the trophy, and that's when, uh, that's when he got the Ghetto Blaster.
2: Yes, the Ghetto Blaster, that's a great move. That's, um, yeah. that was one of my favorite moves when I uh, just to get off topic for a sec. Out but I played pro wrestling on on Nintendo Fighter Hayabusa. He, that was his. That was his move. Yeah,
0: Fighter Hayabusa. He was he was terrible to play though. I, I don't know. Hey, I, I, I actually
2: beat Great Puma with him once. So. Did you really? <laughs> yeah, but yes. Back to the match. So yes. I like how uh, Bret Hart. You know, he came back in and drop kicked, Bad News Brown out of the ring. And when when he's in the process of destroying the uh, trophy, he was still stomping his other foot. Yep. Not necessarily. <laughs> yep. Didn't need Amen. to be. <laughs>
1: you, you can't you can't take it out of them. They just it's, I know. Uh, second Old nature, when you're
2: a wrestler. Old habits, habits die hard. Yeah. But yeah, this, so that was a match, and then um, I, I do like how he kind of like threw, threw it at him, too, when he was leaving. So. Yeah, he didn't give a shit. He's pissed off. Yeah. He's,
1: he's the hitman. And it's funny, too, because this is 88, and like, God, Brett had a lot of career left to go at that point, and he was already, um, you know, the, the it seemed like people were kind of reacting very strongly to him in that match.
2: Well, this is what made him a good guy, right? I think so. If not mistaken, yeah.
1: Um, God, God bless him off topic the blue
0: blazer was that his brother yeah. yes was he the one that died
2: yes. yes all
0: right uh when what year did the blue blazer come out
2: not uh, 89 or 90 it wasn't too long okay. after i thought it wasn't too long
0: after okay i i love the blue blazer he was like I my, my favorite newest wrestler when they came
2: out very mysterious like like the mass yes. wrestlers. But, so since you're talking about death, I actually made note of everyone in this match who's not with us anymore.
1: Oh
0: that's oh, if I <laughs> may oh, oh be oh, Scott good. for this one.
2: <laughs> I know. I'll, I'll, I'll be Scott. <laughs> uh, so most of them are like, you know, not that bad. Nikolai Volkov, he died um, at home on July twenty ninth, twenty eighteen at age of seventy. Natural causes of some sort. So that's he had a good life. Uh, as Mike kinda of mentioned, Harley Race died just August first of last year. Yeah. Uh, lung cancer. Triple H's hero. He was the big smoker. Uh, George Animal Steel died February 16, 2017, and died in hospital care due to kidney failure. He was
0: 79. He was to the
1: hospital. Ten years too late. (laughs)
2: Uh, uh, 69. Uh, Bad News Brown died of a heart attack in 2007. But now, okay, so you have Ron Bass. um, He was hospitalized due to a burst appendix and died on March seventh of 2017. Due to complications, complications from the surgery. Oh fuck! It would have been Uh, funny if, uh, if to make him a good guy, they he like married someone's daughter and became like the in-law Ron Bass. (laughs) Ah, (laughs) In-law Ron (laughs) Bass, right? right, Now we now we're gonna get to the really sad ones. There's two sad ones. Uh, Junkyard dog died in a single car accident in
0: 1998.
2: Uh, Oh, that's young man. Yeah, he wasn't old. And then uh, Jim Neidhardt, this is this is from Wikipedia, so I'm going to read it how it was on Wikipedia. Uh, this is according to his wife. He was uh, having problems sleeping, got out of bed to adjust the thermostat. As he went to touch touch it, he, quote-unquote, turned weirdly as if he were about to dance, then fell against the wall and ground. Uh, she called 911 <sighs> thinking he was having a seizure, uh, something which she took medicine. Uh, he had a four-inch-long gash on his face when the EMPs arrived. He died at the scene at the age of 63, uh, oh, according fuck. according to whoever's the sheriff's office, he, uh, the fall killed him. And uh, at the time, he was already had early onset Alzheimer's disease. Oh, oh no! So, so there you go. Oh
1: god, That's poor guy. He died,
2: and I checked every single person. Wow. Everyone else is still with us.
0: So oh. we still have. We could have a killer bees reunion.
2: Oh yeah! I have to say, uh, in Jim Brunzell has uh, one of the best drop kicks ever. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was a really solid top, drop top kick. Top rope, right? I think sometimes, but even when he just stood there, just the way he mm. did it was very, very solid, very uh, realistic yeah. looking. I'd rather like than give me a drop kick. Now, nice. yeah. And did you guys uh, it,
1: ever see in the news what happened last year when uh, when Jim Neidhart got inducted into the Hall of Fame?
2: Yes, actually, I did.
1: I did. Because I was oh, in the building when it happened.
2: <laughs> was it you who did it?
1: Yes, it was. I was the guy that put on the Rasta wig and attacked Bret Hart and uh, and poor Natalia. What? It was one of the most horrifying things I ever experienced in my life. And I was, you know, a million feet away Wait, from it. But Was it a real attack? No, it was the I mean, Hall of like... Fame ceremony, so they don't ever do, like, storylines on that. They try to really make it about celebrating their careers. Yeah, and yeah. it's Bret Hart and then Natalia Neidhart, uh, Jim's daughter, and they were both... You know, the Hart Foundation was being inducted into the Hall of Fame, and Brett's talking, and you know, Brett has had the worst life of anyone in wrestling by a significant margin.
2: Yes, true. Uh,
1: He's oh my God! I can speak at length. I mean, between the screw job and Owen dying and his strokes and his cancer, uh, he's had everything bad happen to him, and he miraculously continues to live. Um, And then this happens: so some asshole rushes the ring tackles brett to the ground and the second it happens you know the crowd is wrestlers so they all get up and they all just grab the guy and they start just pounding the shit out of him and and drag him out and uh yeah the guy the guy was not well in the head i found they found like his twitter account and he kept asking celebrities for ten thousand dollars
2: oh was off with the guy did he get the money
1: yeah, Bret Hart. Uh, you can see it in the video footage. Bret Hart takes out his wallet and gives him ten grand. And says, "If this will shut you up." <laughs> <laughs> All right.
2: Oh my God. But yeah, that was the uh, that was well, you, classic. You can classic watch battle that Royal. No, oh. they
1: that's edited out. That's gone.
2: Oh, i you can find like, but people like cell phone footage. Oh yeah,
1: there's tons of cell phone footage of it. Definitely look it up on YouTube. It's uh I just remember like I was there with my friend uh, Stephen, and we were both just like. What the fuck is going on? It was the most bizarre thing that we had ever witnessed. Oh my god.
2: Yeah. Did, uh, did they beat him so badly that Brett could have pinned him for the three count?
1: I would have hoped that he would have, but.
2: Uh, or no, put the sharpshooter, excuse me. I would like to see that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's, so that's, uh, that was a good memory for me, Mark. Uh, Gark, goddammit. It's, it's, I'm getting rusty. But uh, uh, so, so that was good to. Uh, thanks for bringing that one up because I hadn't seen that in forever. I used to, it was one of the things I used to rent on the regular back in the day from uh, video stores. I would get the WrestleMania, yes. the first two WrestleManias and the first like couple uh, Survivor series a lot.
1: Yep. Yep. And as I'm sure you guys have both seen at this point, kind of flipping through the catalog, can you imagine being like eight years old with the fucking WWE network? Like just having, instead of having to go to the video store, it's just like, oh, here's, you know, 30, 40, 50 years of wrestling just I
2: know. here for me. <laughs> it's insane. <laughs>
1: My God,
0: it is a lot.
2: A a bit overwhelming.
0: I have to say, I I couldn't believe how well archived that network is.
1: Oh, it's the the best thing that WWE has ever done. That thing is magic, and you can never run out of shit to watch on there.
2: They own like (laughs) other wrestling federations' stuff too. Like not not even just their own, yeah. So, yeah,
0: and I didn't write down the moments, but I, I, and both matches that that you guys picked, there were moments where I was laughing out loud so hard, I, oh. I was like, wow, I forgot how entertaining this was.
1: <laughs> yeah, wrestling's
2: awesome. Well, I'm, I'm sure we have them bullet pointed. That's uh, when we get to them. Oh, do you want? To so which you? one do we want to do next? Then well, let's do mine. Mine's like a nice little warm up to your epic brutal fest. I think. Yeah, sure. <laughs> the brutal so, fest. I, it is. I chose uh, from WrestleMania seventeen. It was the for the hardcore title of Raven versus Kane versus Big Show, which is a short yet ridiculous match. Oh, it was so good! It's so oh, much I, better than I remembered. I didn't take Raven's stats, but they had Kane listed as six ten and three hundred twenty six pounds, and I know it's not true for Big Show. They had him listed as seven two and five hundred. Probably not yeah. true. Yeah. But still, it's like, like even if you're like a two hundred thirty pound. In shape man, pretending to have a fight with these guys, you're fucked, basically.
1: Yeah, and yeah. because Raven's just a dude, so.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah. standing next to any of us, he would destroy us in a second. Even now, I'm sure. He,
0: but well, that's what I was thinking. Like Raven still looked like he was probably about 6'4". Six, six,
2: oh yeah, he was. He was. And, he was like... a midget
0: compared to them. Yeah. I was like, holy crap!
2: But I uh so I was like. They just—I like how like, they—they're in the, the ring for like two seconds, like they don't keep the match anywhere close to the ring. Oh, yeah, they don't give a shit. <laughs> just get it out of there. But it's—it's it's fun, like for the audience to get to go into the crowd and probably you know see what Big Tro smells yeah. like. I don't know about that.
0: That, that <laughs> would have driven <laughs> me crazy. And shit. <laughs> if I was—if I had paid money to see that match and I was up in the uh, balcony, and I'm sitting there going, uh, "Where?" Now I gotta watch the big screen and.
2: Well, I know you're for, sitting there like. For hardcore matches, that was a typical thing. Because it was yeah. false count anywhere, but still, I can... Yeah, I, I would be... Uh, I understand why you would be mad about that uh, if you were I don't there. know.
1: Well, last year, I, mean, I when I went to uh, WrestleMania 35 at MetLife Stadium, which is like 80,000 people, and I was all the way in the back, there was a false count anywhere match with uh, Shane McMahon and uh, The Miz, and I couldn't see... A fucking thing, and it's like, oh, you know what? I got the screen, whatever. But it's, it's, it sucks when you can't really see it happening because it's like, because you hear everybody else losing their shit. You're like, what? What? What am I missing?
0: Yeah. Kind of a bummer. That's, that's what would drive me crazy is like all of a sudden you hear like, and you're like, what's going on?
2: (laughs) That's the sound. (laughs) yeah. Yeah. So, yeah,
1: they just really, as soon as they spilled out into the crowd, it was just fucking all hell broke loose.
2: Yeah. So I, I did like the, uh, you know, I'm sure it wasn't terribly choreographed, but I did like how Raven would get sneaky. Get in there, they'd like, he'd let, the, you know, the two giants fight each other and then he'd try to get a shot yeah. in. what you gotta do. But, but yeah, so the, the, the first, like, they, they had to have, like, built those couple of rooms that they destroyed for the, for the match, I would assume. The ones oh, like that they, yeah, yeah. they, they go through the walls and they like go through doors. Oh, that was so nice. But like yeah. my my favorite part of the match is when Kane with a guard, using a garden hose around his throat throws Raven through the glass.
0: <laughs> oh, that's so good.
2: And that's that sounded like real glass, and he was bleeding, so I'm assuming it was real glass. Oh my god. Well, but it, if,
0: it, that glass it broke away like it was uh,
2: like stunt glass.
0: Uh, yeah, or, and and so it it I bet you he cut himself. Oh, so,
2: someone was there just to squirt some ketchup on him, maybe. Yeah. Well, I guess
1: I guess if you compare the way that he bled compared to the way that Shane bled,
2: in the next match that we talk about, there is yeah. there is a definitive a difference. difference between, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> good point. Good point. Um, and then shortly after that, you had Raven on in a golf cart and picture this oh, hot Oh, that song. was such a good bit. Now I read about that too because they crashed immediately, and you see that giant black wire that was yes. there. Yes. That was like, if they had hit that a different way, that would have shut the power off for the entire arena.
0: No way!
2: Can you imagine? They would have, like, cancelled the show, basically.
0: they probably probably
2: died of electrocution, but yeah, that that was a very important wire that they almost hit.
0: That that part made me laugh out loud, because it was just ridiculous how he gets in the, Raven gets in the uh, cart to drive away, Uh, Big Show gets on the back, starts choking him, (laughs) <laughs> While he's driving, yeah, it's just, huh?
2: <laughs> oh, like that, like that, never happened to you when you went golfing before, right?
0: Exactly, it has. But, yeah, every uh, time. Oh my god, it was, it was just
1: fantastic.
2: And then Kane, and, uh, you see Kane, who's like at first was like this, like supernatural being who was like quiet, just like hopping in a golf cart, and knowing <laughs> how to drive it,
1: with the ref in the back seat too. It the puts yeah. the ref in the back, <laughs> runs, I can runs make sure I get that three over. count. Ref,
0: come on.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh my god.
2: But then, uh, yeah, so the uh, afterwards in this mode is that the, yeah, Kane and Big Show go through a wall in that, you know, quote-unquote nice. office area. Well, they go through the door first um, and then through the wall. You can tell it was a little uh, – they had to, to push themselves through the wall to make it look effective, but it was yeah. still still funny.
1: Well, I was actually yeah. – that if we could uh, rewind briefly in, into the match, because there was another thing where I feel like they were trying to do one thing and it worked another way, when – uh, they have like that little fenced-off area, and Big Show oh, throws yes. Raven and the guy in there, and he's trying. Big Show's trying to um uh, lock it, lock it, and it doesn't lock. <laughs> so Kane just rips, you know, rips it and goes after him. <laughs> but yep. if you notice later that the fence breaks very easily, I'm assuming that that was the lock was supposed to be successful. So Kane was probably supposed to rip that fencing off and get oh, in that yeah. way. Supposed to be like, oh shit! But it's yeah. like, all right, well, Big Show is incompetent and can't lock the fucking gate, well. so.
2: If you had hands this size and you're trying to like delicately close up a combination <laughs> lock?
1: Oh, no, absolutely. A I there's, and stuff. there's not one thing in that match I could do. Like, all the props in the world of the big show and it's terribly Whoa. sick sitcom coming out on Netflix.
2: I'm sure you could get thrown through a window by someone.
1: Oh, yeah, that'd be easy. Especially with a guy that size, it can toss me like it's no issue.
2: Okay, Gark, can we arrange that? Could, would you throw Spada through a, a window?
0: Yeah, if you,
2: I have a house I, now. I got plenty of windows over here.
0: All right. Yes. I could be there in like two hours, I guess. All right. That'd be, that'd be a housewarming gift for Bill.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just midnight at my house. <laughs> throw a th- friend through a window. Through, Thanks.
0: Through the bedroom window. <laughs> On the second floor? Wow. On the yes.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but you're doing it from the outside in? <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, but I like how when Kane was in the golf cart, how he hit Raven also. Yeah. Oh, yeah. right. Like, Raven likes. Kind of let them, but yeah, Look like they actually could have hurt. <laughs> and then they they wasted a bunch of food, Could get messy. Oh, what a shame! Jim Ross and Paul Heyman are sad about the Snapple being wasted.
1: Was, <laughs> Snapple was a big sponsor of uh, WWE back in two thousand
2: one. Oh, what better way to advertise them than to ruin a bunch? <laughs> uh, I noticed too; they go like up through the uh, the actual entrance area. On the way up, I could see Chris Jericho's shirt off to the side. Did you see that? No. Yeah, his uh, that holographic shirt he was wearing at the time was off. Oh you
1: know, yeah, the side. I owned that shirt.
2: Was that your diddle shirt?
1: Oh, you're talking about the that shirt. I see. Uh, the diddle
2: shirt was very oh, similar to that, so it, I did own it, that too. Like prismy or something. Yes. Yeah. But I just so, had yeah, a side note. What?
1: Oh, awesome. God bless Chris oh. Jericho.
2: Oh. I thought Dark made like a like a snoring noise. He's like he's he dozed off.
0: He probably also no no did no. That. I, I'm, I'm my nose. I'm like a little stuffed up for some reason. It's like warm in my basement or something. Uh, I do not oh, have. Boy. <laughs> uh, um, I am <clears throat> trying to breathe without sounding like I'm breathing too hard.
2: <laughs> uh, so yeah, so at the end, this is like they're fighting on the stage, and. And I gotta
1: say, how that that what a smooth mapping of that match for it to go that way, and then for them to just perfectly end up right back at that ramp—that is some—that is some that is some, uh, some creativity. It's like they worked out the path and figured out our, all the little bits they do along the way, which I think is uh, uh, it deserves a lot of credit for that. Yeah, considering yeah.
2: what you're doing and having to remember all this stuff while you're you know, potentially actually hurting each other.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I gotta say, I, I give him a lot of credit for for the uh, the creativity of it all. It's like I, I man, complicated. You just going from one spot to another, locking the fence, even though it didn't really lock. Can't blame him for that. I kind of liked when when i know, going back. I'm going back to the fence thing. Sorry. Uh, oh, uh, good. When uh, Kane gets in, you know he doesn't quite attack Big Show immediately. Like I think he. He might do something and then he kind of stands there for a second. <laughs> and they're just, he, like, Big Show just kind of beating on Raven and then they do something and
2: I don't know. I it's, was like, oh, okay. Just reassessing the situation. I'm not supposed to yeah. be here right now. <laughs> but yes. So, yeah. So at the end here, the back of the stage, and uh, now does Kane, like, I know Big Show has Raven over his head, does Kane kick him in the face or just like kick him and kind of like get in the shoulder and they both fall in? I,
1: uh, yeah. I think it was supposed to be a kick, kick to the face, but I think Kane was oh, like, no, "If I, so I do that, they might die." So, <laughs>
2: yeah, good call. But they, I they thought they was drop kick it. wasn't. Oh, that would have been awesome! A drop to like just left the ground totally. Yeah, I mean, he did use he used to jump off the top rope with the clothesline, didn't he, Mike?
1: Oh yeah the the uh, the top rope uh, lariat.
2: Yeah. That's... Yeah, he
1: did that early on in the match, actually.
2: Oh, I don't remember. Uh, There's just too much else going on. I do know also, yeah. as a side fact, a long time ago, before he was ever in the WWF, that he was uh, a wrestler called the Christmas Creature at one point in his life. <laughs> what? That's a, yep. that's a gimmick
1: that can only really work one month of the year. <laughs> look,
2: look it up. He's like, I believe he actually has like a costume. He's masked, and he, I think he has Garland on himself, but that was something he used to do. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking love it. But so, yeah, and then uh, so he, he, he came knocks Big Show and Raven into the piece the of stage that hopefully was padded in some, to some extent to break the fall. Yeah, well, it was and a nice he,
1: effect having it explode into dust like that.
2: Yeah, oh, when, whenever you add dust or flour, I know they used to like sometimes, I think especially ECW, New Jack would put flour in his acoustic guitars when he smashed over someone's head so he'd, it looked cooler. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, so then he does. I thought it was an elbow drop. They could call it a light drop. It looked like an elbow drop to me onto Big Show. But regardless,
1: I it think looked... it just looked like a. I'm gonna jump and see where my body lands. Yeah, yeah.
2: But that's how it ended. Yeah. So that was. And uh, Kane that was, was nice. our
1: new hardcore champion, which yes. is the, obviously the most sought after championship in all of wrestling.
2: Well, they, he fought hard for it.
1: I will say, Kane is uh, one of my like. He was like one of my early, early favorites when I first got into it. And 2001 was such an amazing year for him. His uh, 2001 showing at the Royal Rumble, he, he set the record for most people eliminated in a Royal Rumble. That would uh, it would take like 14 years for it to be broken, I think. He tossed out 11 guys and he just looked, he just fucking destroyed everyone. He was so jacked at the time. He was, uh, <laughs> 2001 was Pete Kane, man, I'm telling you.
2: But he didn't win, did he? No. Oh, that's too bad. Stone
1: Cold, uh, Stone oh, Cold ridiculous. won
2: that year. Did Kane ever win?
1: Yeah. Kane never won.
2: Well that's, that's surprising. Uh, is, is he a, is he like a mayor?
1: A uh yes, he is the mayor of uh, Knox County in Tennessee.
2: Oh. And he still wrestles though? For
1: real? Once in a while. He'll break out a match like once a year.
2: Does he wear sure. his...
1: is Kane Kane really is? Yeah, he's the mayor of Knox County, Tennessee, and he uh, <laughs> He's a, he's a, he's a Republican and he, um, but whenever he wrestles as mayor, he, uh, he always donates the entirety of his payout to the town, which is very nice of him. Oh,
0: that's
2: Yeah. Cool. yeah. But now when he, like, when he walks in, if he does like a, a press conference or something, does he, when he enters, does he, like, put his arms up and then drop him quickly and then fire shoots around him? Uh,
1: depending on the event, if it's, if it's a more lighthearted thing, he will. As mayor. Yes. Well, that's what's funny. So Cain... Kane- uh, in later Ooh, years, like obviously right. he lost the mask in '03, um, but then he had a character called Corporate Kane, where he was just in a business suit and uh, he didn't have the mask. Unfortunately, it would have been a lot funnier that way. But he was like he was like a total like uh, corporate student <laughs> to the McMahon's. It was great. Oh Weird. Yeah, I
2: love him. I don't, him. Know. I, don't know, I don't know what to think about that. Right,
1: your, your your wrestling knowledge is fascinating. Okay. Endless. Uh, believe me, if you talk to with someone that actually has wrestling knowledge, I'd look like a fucking chump.
2: Well, compared to us, great. are you kidding me?
1: Oh, don't go on wrestling Twitter, man! I Holy s- shit!
0: I still can't get over that story that you created that caused all that problem, all those problems.
1: When, uh, <laughs> when I when I said that Fred Durst asked everyone <laughs> the prayers for the Undertaker. <laughs> yes. <laughs> To to the uninitiated, uh, <laughs> back, uh, probably like three or four years ago, I wanted to see if like the wrestling dirt sheets would literally post anything that's sent to them. So <laughs> I looked up because so the Undertaker used to have a limp, have Limp Biscuit do the, his theme song. It was rolling, and uh, so I said, "Oh, I I, I looked up Limp Biscuit's tour dates and I saw, all right, they played in uh, Texas last night." So I'm like, "Oh, I went to the Limp Biscuit show in uh, in Houston." And Fred Durst said, "This song is going out to my friend, The Undertaker. He's uh, he's not doing so well right now. If we could all get a, if we could all get your prayers for for The Undertaker for this next song, it'd be really great." Uh, and I was like, "So I don't know what that means for his WrestleMania status, but Fred Durst said he's not doing well. So <laughs> that website posted it, and then like 20 other websites posted it, and like some of them were adding their own details um, that were just clearly not true to the point that The Undertaker's wife." <laughs> Michelle McCool had to do a post on Instagram saying, as you can see, uh, my husband is perfectly fine. People will really start rumors about anything. (laughs) So I forced Michelle McCool into action.
2: Does that mean one day at WrestleMania you're going to face Undertaker?
1: That's correct. (laughs) Uh, so, by the time this airs, this will have already happened. But this weekend is when, when we're recording this. This weekend, upcoming weekend, is WrestleMania 36, when uh, The Undertaker has a Boneyard match against AJ Styles. So, I'm very interested to see what the fuck that entails because he's 110 years old. Yeah, how old oh, is he? Yes.
0: How old is he? For real. Could
1: have been his like, now. He's only like 50. He looks not great. Oh. Yeah. I mean, he looks better than I'll ever look in my life, but he, uh, <laughs> you know. There's a man that maybe he could have hung it up a few years ago.
2: No, his penis. Yes, <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's very big. Yes.
2: All right. Well, that's that was my match. All right. We're going to, go to the, uh, the the grand finale of uh, of bloodshed. And...
1: Oh my god, yeah. this ridiculous. So we're gonna talk about the uh, the legendary Kurt Angle versus Shane McMahon match, uh, the street fight from King of the Ring 2001. And um, I mean, this this match is only this match is primarily known for the big stuff at the end. But in reliving this match, this whole thing is madness from start yeah. to finish. This match is fucking insane. It's and, stiff you know, and rough. Oh my god! Well, my uh, my assumption is that you know, because Shane is not a wrestler, he's not a trained wrestler, and Kurt Angle is more than a pro wrestler he's a legit you know amateur olympic gold medalist wrestler so i wouldn't be surprised if kurt was you know knocking him around a little bit a little little harder to be like hey you know this is who you're playing with here uh not even in, in like a rude way but more of like uh you know it kind of a, almost an. even though shane had been wrestling for a few years by this point but uh you could tell kurt was not holding back on you know his boss's oh, no. son
2: yeah I'm, I'm sure shane was like do whatever the same time. Oh, that's yeah. the,
1: all the McMahon's. When I, you know Stephanie as well, like if they're in a match, they say, "Fuck up my shit. I don't care. You know, I'm here to entertain. So if you have to kill me, kill me." <laughs>
2: if, if you need to, just take a shit in my pocket. That's I mean, whatever it takes.
1: <laughs> I mean, Vince. That'd probably turn Vince on. That man's a sick fuck. So
2: I read somewhere that <laughs> he just does, he doesn't like sneezing. Vince McMahon, is that true?
1: Yep, he gets mad at people if they sneeze.
2: But what if what? he sneezes? He doesn't. That's he mean, says he, you can't.
1: He says it's a weakness, so he refuses.
2: You can't just refuse to not sneeze.
1: <laughs> Vince McMahon can.
2: <laughs> Actually,
1: Gark, I know you'll really appreciate this story about Vince McMahon. <laughs> okay. Because it's kind of on topic, because it's about Kane. <laughs> so in 2006, um, this is so weird. Kane starred. In a uh, horror movie called "Sino Evil," and oh, it was
0: pretty was,
1: yeah. was so it was produced by WWE. And the writer said that Vince McMahon came to him with an idea. Um, although mm-hmm. he came, to he went to the director with the idea. Vince had a suggestion about the movie. He said he wants a scene in the movie where Kane's character pulls out his penis, and he wants it to be three feet long. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what? <laughs> but. Is that the, like, that the end period? Oh. Nothing else? I don't
1: know. It's, that was Vince's request and uh, <coughs> they did not um, give in, but Vince demanded it.
2: Oh, that's just oh. too bad.
1: my god.
2: That's weird. Yeah. That is There's amazing. a lot of good
1: Vince McMahon stories out there. That's, that's among my favorite. Alright. Uh, but anyway, Vince's <laughs> is sunshine. Essentially...
2: Okay, yes, the match.
1: Yes. So,
2: so why uh, were they fighting in the first place?
1: So, it looked to me, because I watched the little video package beforehand, basically it looked like Kurt Angle was doing a celebration of his own career, and Shane was like, fuck you, you're not that great. And they just kind of, it just sort of turned into kind of like a classic grudge feud. And this was also around the time that, uh, this was a few months after WWF bought WCW. Um and, you know, to make it part of the storyline, Shane was the storyline owner of WCW, so he was kind of in the early stages oh, of the yeah. starting invasion and starting kind of the war between the two companies, and then Stephanie McMahon and Paul Heyman got involved on the ECW front, and it became this whole thing that a lot of people hated, but I loved because I was 15 and I didn't give a shit. Um, Can I ask a dumb question? What's up?
0: Was he really the owner, or, or was this just, like, the storyline? It was it all, all storyline.
1: Vince, Vince okay. was the owner yeah. of everything. Everything.
0: Okay. That's what I thought.
1: Um, so, yeah. So, Shane was, you know, he was kind of in the process of building his kind of WCW army. Um, and Angle had kind of an issue with the WCW guys. Uh, so, it just sort of it sort of led to that. And then, uh, you know, and Shane kept interfering in Kurt's matches and all this, this other nonsense. So, it, uh, you know, one thing led to another and we just got this fight. And uh, Jesus Christ, what a fight.
2: also just want to know i did like how the the entrance was a giant electric chair i don't know how that relates to king of the ring but what's that i think it was supposed to be
1: i think it was supposed to be like a throne and also an electric chair i think that was kind of their play on the the throne um but um but yeah that was uh and it made for a really really neat looking set and um it, it just, you know, even just the part that stayed in the ring was fucking unreal. Like, uh, you know, Shane initially, you know, was getting the shit kicked out of him by Kurt, um, even though Angle got busted open pretty early, but Angle was just dominating him. And then, you know, Shane started playing some mind games and fighting dirty and kind of being a McMahon. And, you know, that's kind of when everything got bananas and you really got to see what Shane could pull off. There was a bit where he leapt from behind the announce table yes. over the commentary uh, crew onto Kurt, which was bananas. Uh, oh, yeah. He destroyed a kendo stick on Kurt Angle's back. There was there was a lot of just like really intense back and forth between the two.
2: Yeah, and I, I'm s- uh, certain that when he uh, Kurt Angle was bleeding, that was not on purpose. It's like an errant punch to the face.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, Shane definitely uh,
2: uh, Which, did not uh, hold back on the punches. I mean, if Angle wasn't amped up before, I'm sure that just got him even more rowdy and game to beat the shit out of him.
1: Oh, yeah, without question. Um, I also really liked that when they were back in the ring and uh, Shane kept trying to cover him, but Angle would just fucking oh. do the full neck bridge. Yes. Oh, and yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah.
2: That's, yeah, a, yeah. that's um, actually that's, how, that's how Garg shits, actually. Mm. The only way you can shoot <laughs> is doing true. like that bridge. Wow! Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: may I see it?
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll film it for you sometime. <laughs>
2: okay, film it uh, in a sixty, no, thirty-five millimeter. <laughs> yeah, get Quentin on the case. Can you get Panavision?
0: Uh, whatever you want, I'll get um, CinemaScope. Um, what the hell, is it? Technicolor and everything. Ooh, wow!
2: <laughs>
0: <It's>, <laughs> the, the Browns will look so brown. Yeah,
2: they will. yes. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh yeah so shane so shane was you know he was getting uh getting shit going in the ring and uh uh smashing angle over the skull with trash cans Um, oh, right, right he didn't do the face too yeah that my god I
0: gotta, I gotta say there were some awful hits in that oh Aw, yeah there was like, just, i don't know how those guys
2: let's just get used to it
1: i mean yeah, I mean I mean, you know, Kurt Angle, he's his body's destroyed like he can't move. Yeah. Um Shane's in all right shape, but you know, he also wasn't never a full-time wrestler. He was you know, he'd do a couple matches a year. Um but um yeah, the uh the so have you guys ever seen when Shane does cuz they reference it on commentary, but he doesn't do it in this match when he does the coast to coast?
2: Yeah, I've seen that before.
1: Oh. So, Gark, what the coast to coast is, and this is uh, again insane athleticism for a man that's not an athlete. Um, uh-huh. He gets you kind of in, like, in the uh, turnbuckle—not on top, but kind of like sitting in the turnbuckle at the bottom, Just
2: sitting in the corner.
1: Yeah, and then he goes to the other corner, um, the corner next to it, not across from it, and he will leap from that to the other one. So he leaps all the way across the ring and will kick you in the face.
0: Oh my very very God! Impressive. God.
1: Yeah, look wow. up the video It's pretty wild, and it's uh, he can still do it. He did it like last year. He he, he can still. Play. He's Jeez. like fifty now. He can he can still pull that off, which is pretty insane. Um, he did not do that, but he was still just doing, you know.
2: Well, he tried it, a shooting star press.
1: He did try shooting star press, which is absolutely nuts because it that's, looked very you know, good. Besides yeah, not landing Rockwell's it on, him, but yeah, died doing one. So <laughs> Uh, Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania 19 in the main event, he the big finish to that match was supposed to be oh. him doing a shooting star press onto Kurt Angle, interestingly enough, and uh, didn't make it.
2: So how, what did he like, land on his like head or something or?
1: Yeah, like he landed on his head, but he missed most of his head to the point that he didn't die. But oh. they basically said that you know if he was a, another degree or two off, it would have snapped his neck and killed him. Oh, geez. Or at least three
0: hundred and something pounds. Yeah, I Brock's think he gigantic. Probably snapped his. Oh my God.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's another Bro. one to look up. Is uh, Brock Lesnar shooting star press WrestleMania 19? Oh boy. Um, but yeah, so after Shane misses that shooting star press, that's when they start to take it outside the ring, and that's just when things get ridiculous.
2: Yes. Even even before these big spots, it looks like at one point Shane Man gave Kurt Angle a suplex in the floor, but it looked like it like genuinely. Like really, really hurt Angle's back the way he reacted to it. Oh it, yeah, it, that, oh, didn't look, that didn't look that uh, didn't look like acting. That looked like you fucked something up in his back. Well,
1: it's one well, of those things that, like, you know, whether it's the floor outside or whether it's the ring mat, like, none of that stuff is like as padded as people would like to believe. Like, you know, it's still hard. Like when you land on that shit, it is hard. And when you give a you know a stiff suplex like Shane gave, that's uh, that's not gonna feel good.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I don't I, I don't know how they they do that to their bodies. It's unbelievable. It really it really is. I, I watch that shit it. when they're on the outside and uh, and of the ring and they're they're slamming into the to the um like the uh, the barriers and stuff like that. Yeah, like, dude, everything yeah. from hitting the barrier to landing back onto the floor, even though there's a mat, it's it's just a mat. It's not like this unbelievably it's like, padded thing. It's like <laughs> right. <runs with> padding. <laughs> right. Speaking of that, you know? uh,
2: Gark, did you uh, happen to watch the the video I sent you and Mike a couple of days ago with those highlights from our first uh, episode? No. Just, I mean, oh, you should. <laughs> I you should watch that. Like after it's like forty seconds, but it's it's just the highlights from the uh, a Japanese match that you'll. Oh,
0: I did. Yes, uh, I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> it's The only thing I sent I'm you. Like, so which
0: one? Which one is this? Yes, yeah. Because I, 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 dude, that was insane. Yeah, it was insane.
2: How often were you grabbing oh at your my... head and neck? <laughs>
0: Ugh, God, uh, dude, like it's it's like almost too realistic. It's horrible.
2: Yeah, but anyways, oh. um, Oof. then we get to the, the the best parts coming up, right? Yeah,
1: the big the the, the big set piece, the the part that kurt and shane are both kind of immortalized for kurt (laughs) angle hits a belly-to-belly suplex on shane mcmahon into the set and if you listen to uh an interview with either of those guys they will tell you that was supposed to break immediately and it didn't (laughs) and it does not look enjoyable to land against it so he hits it are we talking about
0: the second or the oh the first one the first first,
1: one yeah so the first one It's pretty brutal, but thankfully it breaks, and just the way that it sounds, the way that Shane is instantly just pouring blood, like, all of it, it's amazing. Like, it's it's a work of art, and then, you know, because it was supposed to be nice and easy. Kurt throws him through one, he goes and grabs him inside, throws him back out with the other, but when he went to throw him back out, it took two tries, and (laughs) it didn't work, and... (laughs) The first one looked like it could have killed him. The second one, it looked like uh, it, just, it just looked kind of sloppy because it's like, what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> and then yeah. you can tell Kurt says, fuck it. I'm not going to do any more belly-to-belly suplexes and just throws, his, throws him headfirst right through it.
2: Yeah. That's a great visual. when They show the camera on the outside of it when he comes through. That was a really oh, great God. shot.
1: Oh, man yeah and that was uh you know that's just that's part of the nature of wrestling, but you know it's funny too because you hear the crowd chanting one more time because they know what's supposed <laughs> to happen they want it to happen, so they're asking for it oh man yeah
2: do too he he tried to angle tried to pin him after that, but he, he had to be in the ring Oh, it so yeah, looks, looks so like so upset. <laughs>
1: Because <laughs> he knows he's got him. He's like, I just threw this man through glass twice. Yeah. That's an easy three count. And the ref's like, up oh, sorry, man. And then Kurt's trying to drag him, but Kurt's all fucked up. So oh, he's yeah. like, What he's am I gonna fucking do?
2: <laughs> bleeding from the like the back and then arms and everything.
1: Oh yeah. So Kurt smartly grabs a little production cart ta- and just drapes Shane over yeah. it, <laughs> drags him over to the ring, and Shane kicks out.
2: Yeah, Shane, some more.
1: Yeah, Kane's got a li- uh, Kane. Shane's got a little bit more fight in him. And, uh, you know, there's there's a little bit more back and forth. You know, Shane actually still got a little bit of offense in. And then Kurt takes the little board that Shane took out very early in the match, sets it up on the top rope, and hits a top rope angle slam for a very, very definitive uh, and, and just satisfying victory.
2: Yes. I'm sure they were both relieved that was over.
1: Good match. Can, can I ask a question? Who's Who was
0: the heel in that one? Was it Shane?
2: Hello?
1: Mikey? Oh boy.
2: Yep. We, we, we okay? We get silence again?
1: I think oh, we're okay. Yeah, I lost you guys for a moment.
2: Oh. oh Gar- did uh, you hear Garg's question?
1: I did not know. I'm, I'm, oh. Was
0: Was the heel of that match Shane McMahon? He was the heel for that, right?
1: It's I think Shane was the face because Shane buying WCW was a big fuck you to Vince, yeah. and you know Vince was the big bad guy at the time. Vince Stone Cold had even aligned himself with Vince McMahon at the time to make Stone Cold the villain. Um, so I think Shane was the the good guy in there, and I think uh, you know ultimately everybody. I mean, again, people had already respected Shane a lot prior to that because he'd done other crazy shit,
2: okay. um,
1: but. This was, you know, this was kind of like, you know, oh my God, Shane is, uh, you know, Shane's a hall of famer after that one.
2: Now, I they kept yeah. alluding to how Kurt Angle had already wrestled twice that night too.
1: Yeah. So this yes. This is his third
2: time. Internal. Yeah. Who yeah. did, who did he uh, wrestle before?
1: Uh, he wrestled Christian for the first semifinal and then Edge for the final. Oh, and, okay. uh, Edge won King of the Ring that year. And, uh but Kurt was the bigger star that night
2: it was must have been an exhausted almost. effort
1: oh I, I yes. can't imagine even even though like his <coughs> so his Christian match was eight minutes 17 and his edge match was 1021 and it's like that alone is almost 20 minutes of wrestling and you know against two very you know athletic quick guys and then you more than you know more than that time combined is what you end up doing later on in a much more physically taxing and brutal match.
2: Yeah. But it's a good one. Yeah, It is. That's yeah. a, a good very good way to uh to wrap up our show with Absolutely. Uh, so yeah, we did it. We uh we, we had our it. triple threat. Started oh. off you know started off sentimental and ended with bloodshed. Yes. And As well coaster should. of emotions. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, any any closing thoughts? Anyone?
1: Um, I think uh, Kurt Angle is one of the all time greats, and I was uh, glad to talk about
2: him. Garrick, any more farts?
1: No, you know uh, what? I was I
0: was so beefy before this, and I was thought I'd have at least two or three good ones. Um, I'm glad I at least got that opening one. That's, yeah, he nice. did. You know, it am like, happy.
2: It was like the fireworks for someone's entrance. That's how you entered the show. (laughs) It's a nice, ploppy Uh, plot part.
0: I like it. Hey, Bill, did did, um, Spada ever see the um, the old video game matches that you used to put
1: together of us? Oh,
2: I don't know. I I might still have those somewhere.
1: Well, you did some with our characters.
2: I did, yes. (laughs) But... I'm sure I could. They're on like an older Mac, which I still have. Probably dig them out of there. Yeah, I did that a long time ago. Uh, Emmett yeah. Gark was uh, dressed like uh, Return of the Jedi, Luke Skywalker. Oh, beautiful! Because <laughs> you had the black love in the one hand, so you know, try to go for authenticity.
0: Dude, there was nothing like that for a player. That was the that was the greatest customization of any game I've ever <laughs> seen in my life.
2: Yeah, you can make anyone. I did yeah, that. I, really- I had um. actually, I, don't, I never sent video, but when I first got, it was like, this is like five or six years ago. I got one for the PS3, and I made, uh, Mike and I, we've mentioned on the show before, we used to do cat in a box video. We tried our hand at a YouTube video comedy. And we had characters. Mike was Mr. Diddles. I was Lewis. Hey! But so I, uh-huh. I, I I created those two characters, and so I sent a still of uh Diddle's like laying on a destroyed uh announcer's table and Lewis is just looming over him. <laughs> and it, it just looked very funny.
1: It was beautiful.
2: Yeah. Good times. Oh, wow. All right, well, uh, we're but anyway, just, yeah. We're just about uh, I don't, I don't, we're almost at, at the uh, the hour time limit for this oh match. <laughs> so thank you, Gark, for uh, for coming on and uh, and choosing a a very for me very uh nice trip down memory lane.
0: It was it was hard for me. I'm not gonna lie, cause I, I I'm so uh, I was so Brutus the barber beefcake when I was a kid. So <laughs> I, I used to love oh. watching, you know, his stupid his his haircut, his, you know, his antics at the end, and his I antics and s- shit.
2: I have to say when uh, homeless, when, so. when when Mike allowed me access to uh, his WWE network, I did watch. I think it was the 1998 Survivor Series, and he was in one of the teams. And and I know they called him Brood Eye, or at least Gorilla Monsoon did back in the day. Oh yeah. But for this one, he kept calling him the Beefer. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> and I'm glad that didn't <laughs> stick. But that's a terrible nickname.
0: Beefer. Oh, wow.
2: Unless they were like you know, if he would become like a farting guy, that would have been perfect for him. <laughs>
1: But, oh,
2: no. so I don't know. So I was,
0: I was like, pretty sure I was gonna find a beefcake match, but when I when I started watching that Royal Rumble, I was like, oh, this this thing is just fantastic. This is this is well, like it.
2: Maybe if you come back on sometime, you can you can take some time and find a, a good beaver match. We can talk a about good
0: that. match, yeah. Yeah, yeah please.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. So uh, you can find this as well as uh, on com, as well as that podcast, secretundergroundhideout.com. We have a ton of episodes, which Gark used to be a, a part of on the regular. Uh, like I said before, for the first, like, 71 episodes, he was in there, frightened up a storm, being <laughs> drowsy as fuck, et cetera. <laughs> um, yeah. So that is it. We thank you for listening, and uh, Absolutely. go grab a garden hose, put it around your best friend's neck, and throw him through a window.
1: Nice. Goodbye. Sounds good to me. Yeah. Bye. Bye.